0: media consumers i'm brian curtis and i'm david shoemaker we're the hosts of the ringers press box podcast twice a week we have a free-flowing conversation where two old old friends talk about media and
1: sports and a little politics
0: plus interviews with guests like john Krakower and jamel hill funny stuff like the overworked twitter joke of the week join us every monday and friday on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts i think that's right
2: So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.
1: All right, so we are live on location. It is a Sunday, by the way. Excitement.
3: Come on, pop it off. We're live on location. I hate this. No, I'm just kidding. I actually (laughs) like this. We're having fun, dude. Even if I
1: hated the city, Jeff, who is helping produce today, is from Seattle. Hey, Carlos is still producing. It's
3: a dual producer. That's what we're doing. It'd be interesting to see that fight. Carlos and <laughs> Carlos Jeff.
1: Carlos and Jeff. Here's the thing. Jeff's got this oh, young,
3: spry energy. You I, don't, I don't care. Carlos texted me over the weekend. He was at a Yu, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! like competition yeah, and Jeff's, card show. Jeff's winning the fight. Yep. Okay. That just settled that. Just don't settled you
1: that you t- know Carlos is just, has the power to cut all your audience. Um, right? So we just had a, a cool interview. You're going to hear it later in the show with Pete Crow Armstrong. I just told Jesse he was off the air. He agreed. Our best athlete interview ever. Not the biggest name. But the not best yet.
3: on microphone. He Absolutely. spoke like a human. I, yeah, I, he plays I, it in was Tennessee. interesting to talk to. Yeah, he he did didn't seem to be like scared or camera shy or anything. And he wasn't even media trained. I thought that was great. Yeah. So like I said, we're live in location in
1: Seattle. Flat stick is the name of the bar rat. Yeah. First thank you want, to candy. Well, I'll thank them in a minute. First of all, <laughs> first of all, this stupid TikTok of ours went viral the other
3: day. Oh, we got to talk about that.
1: People are all over Mike Trout. It's so <laughs> it's embarrassing. I have never loved anybody in my life as much as these fanboy <laughs> wannabe just clowns in sweatpants
3: Okay, feel about Mike Trout. Let's hear some of the more uh, aggressive The statement comments. was
1: very simple. I After just up and down how fantastic he is. He's a generational talent. I said all these stupid things. He's great. He has multiple MVPs. Nobody questions that.
3: They, all he, they plays, heard.
1: he plays on a team that is trash. I yep. don't blame him for that, but it is what it is. I don't need stupid people making the comparison. Well, baseball is a team sport. Every sport is a team sport. I understand. And no, a quarterback having rings is much more important than a baseball player. I understand that. However, Trout misses huge amounts of time. The comparison I made to Griffey, by the way, stop telling me he's on the same trajectory as Griffey.
3: Griffey has massive all-time numbers. Well, I think you were also had like a real eye towards the hobby, too, when you were making a lot of those comments, which the audience didn't really realize. Carlos,
1: you can cut that. I don't care. if (laughs) No, but here's the thing. Griffey was the most transcendent player of the game because he was awesome. He was cool. He was the guy. Yeah. Trout is not that guy. If you want to tell me Trout's Pete is better than Griffey, no problem. Fine. But don't sit here and compare. I went through the Griffey era. We knew how awesome it was. It was fun.
3: It was great. Sure. It's not the same. I would like to point something out to you, though, even though there were a lot of comments in that section about like you are not agreeing with your take, it is the most liked video we've had by, by far. By far the most engagement. And, well, just likes overall, which tells me that, guys, if they have a negative comment, they typically won't like it. So yeah. th- I think there's a lot of people that do agree with
1: it. And me. like you just said, out of all, I didn't care for much of what you said, but you did say sure. the one thing about it. You don't normally, that's About, about it going for, toward a card thing. Yeah. I was making the direct comparison to his pricing. Yes. We talk about Trout in the card world. Take away his on-field. I will grant you he's a GOAT, generational talent arguably the greatest peak of all time. Now let's bring it back to the stupid little nerdy world I live in, the cardboard world. Yep. The prices people pay for him right now, I think in 20 years, we look back at a guy like Miguel Cabrera, MVP, World Series, Triple Crown, 600, 3,000. Phenomenal. Look back at a guy like Pool Host, 700 home runs, including in the last season
3: he was clean, of course. For this last season, ridiculous. <laughs> oh, we're at a bar, by the way. That's a reminder for the noise in the Shut background. Up. There. I will
1: pick a fight with everybody <laughs> up. I'll be unconscious in three minutes. Uh, Griffey, like I said, unbelievable stats. Frank Thomas, by the way, I just fear with Trout, it's this unbel. It's almost like a the, honestly the best comp I had to Trout was Pedro. Pedro Martinez was the best pitcher I've ever seen. If you could give me one pitcher all time at mm-hmm. their best, it's Pedro. The late '90s, early 2000s. Okay. But it, you never, have you heard of Pedro? Yeah, absolutely. You have, okay. Yes. His peak was crazy short. Trout's is longer than that, again. But at his peak, he was unbelievable. He was the best I'd ever seen. His career numbers are very good. They are not anywhere near the all-time greats because injuries really took him down at the mm-hmm. end. That is the only point I was making with Trout. I just worry we are paying right now. What people are paying for Trout is this unbelievable astronomical number in year after year for a number of seasons in a row, he's missed, including this week in the middle of a two month stretch now. Yeah. He's going to miss major time. He's n- consistently missing time with injuries. Uh, it's not a knock. Dude, people get injured. Somebody brought up a great point in the Facebook group. Yeah. He's not all juiced up on HGH. That's why he's, he's not recovering as fast. Fine. None of this is an indictment on him. Mm-hmm. So the trout fanboys shove your head in the lake.
3: No, after four don't, minutes. Don't, come back don't up. Don't do breathe. that. Breathe. But your point too on the that last episode. That was the episode, only point, though. You made a lot of points too about like just the coolness factor with Griffy, and that's what you don't really get with Trout Dude, he's either. Not. He's not. You dull. cannot tell me Ellie is a cool guy. Oh. D- j Rod we
1: last year was awesome. That. And then he started cooking in the kitchen with Fanatics. <laughs> Ellie was, it's phenomenal. He was cool. Yeah. yeah no, I, exactly. I, guess I don't respect anybody who wears a chef hat. Which, like but
3: that. I think that also plays to the fact why there is so many people out there making the comments that they did about like how you're wrong and how no, he is a generational talent because they're like, they think of him more as like the old school baseball, like Mantle or, or anybody. Yeah, the
1: Mantle of this generation. Exactly. Fair.
3: Where it's yep. just like, you know, they weren't on social media because that wasn't a thing and they don't need to be because they're talented, right, but hey, at the same time, it's just not as fun. All
1: right, Jeff is 41. Jeff is our producer oh for the day.
3: God.
1: Best looking 41 forty-one-year-old I've ever seen. My that is true, Jeff, but Mike's yeah, obsessed with him, this like, fact. Favorite baseball player growing up. He's thinking about it? It's, it's okay.
3: Chris okay. Sabo?
1: Okay, I, I, okay, Chris Sabo. Okay, let me <laughs> ask you this. <laughs> he had the glasses. Familiar with Griffey, though? So I'm curious, a guy who was a, Jesse same age, but not a sports guy back then. Yeah. The Trout comparison today, his popularity, his cool factor, anywhere near Griffey at his peak, in
3: your opinion. He says, no, absolutely not. I think he said, I don't know. No, no. he didn't. This is a podcast, <laughs> I was, Dang it. I was, no. Well, you were asking a
1: guy go who some, you don't know anything these, about. Go get the clapping idiots out here. Get them in here. <laughs> go and ask. That um, was my only point with Trout. Sure. I just, the next thing is another guy who has just, again, become the, the guy that people hate because he has so much hype is Wemby.
3: We're well, rolling through these topics. I thought, because, we would, I thought before we got to Wimby, let's, hit, let's hit the top's finest stuff because you wanted to talk about that, right? Let's hit baseball and then go back because I, I had a number. Oh, that's fine. That's no, fine. You, I have a couple of things I wanted to throw in about Wimby, but yes, let's hit it. Whatever you want.
1: First game, two for 13, nine points, eight rebounds, five blocks. Not great. And got posterized by Kai Jones. Now, now, take a step back. Again, head out of the lake, catch your breath, mouth to mouth <laughs> from a lifeguard, whatever. <laughs> No one's resuscitating (laughs) you, by the way, you Trout fans.
3: Wemby. Oh, wait, did you just make the connection Trout in a lake? See what happened there? Bro, that's wit. Clinky, clinky, clinky. Nope,
1: keep Um, talking. Wemby's first of all, is is a exhibition game for all intents and purposes. Nobody cares about the outcome of this game. Gotta be, yeah. The first play of the game or the second play of the game, he goes coast to coast, rejects Kai Jones at the rim, casually brings the ball all the way up, Last time you saw a seven foot four guy do that was when? Never. Never. Thank okay. you. You answered correctly. I did read it. my lips. Yep. <laughs> Goes to the other end, dribbles into the paint, and makes a phenomenal pass for a dunk. The moment he decided to play, yeah, he gave you glimpses that he could be very good. Is he ever going to live up to the hype? I have no idea. He has been more hyped than any LeBron. So LeBron, LeBron is yeah. LeBron is his only prospect uh, comp as in in terms of hype. Yeah. People want to go crazy over the Kai Jones thing. It was a pick-and-roll situation in alley-oop. He was playing help defense there. So I just, my whole thought with Wemby is anybody making a judgment, good or bad, after one exhibition game is totally out of their minds. But you should be able to admit two things. He shot terrible. That's the downside. There mm -hmm. were glimpses where you thought, this guy has no business being on the court. The flip side is there were a couple glimpses where it's like, oh, looks pretty special and it looks pretty effortless.
3: Well, I, Jury when we talked about this earlier, I did think just from a guy who just started watching basketball more full time in the last few months was that I have not seen any of these guys that are as big as him be as nimble and play as smoothly. It looked like at times. You're nimble. I they, They've told me that. Yep. Um However, there's like another part of this where, did you see that interview at the end where he said, he literally says, uh, this is the quote. I didn't really know what I was doing on the court tonight, but I'm trying to learn. I think when guys hear that after seeing it, scares that, that's a terrifying comment. And sure. that's why you've seen like some of his pricing on some of the autos that it's guys have pulled. It dropped. Quick. I think it's dropped over 20%, or at yep. least it did that day. It is, it's definitely something that guys are now it's starting concerning. to take off those rose colored glasses and see. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be like investing my entire nest egg in this one player, which you know, I should ever do. But especially at this point, like to your point, this is Bill Simmons put out a post, which I think it said William. something. Mr. William Simmons. He said that, that he said that in 20 years, he's going to look back and try and remember this is like a great game. I think the point to that is just that he thinks that there's still a lot of promise. Of it's just, you know, this was obviously bad. I
1: also happen to think a couple other things, too. A call for balance. I, I still think if you pull a card tomorrow, I would sell it immediately. Not because I've made a decision on his playing career, but just because the pricing is wild. That's fine. But the guys in the card world making judgments on his whole future, he's super young, he's crazy inexperienced. Talk about a perfect situation. Though. You're going to play for what I think is the, I mean, Spolster and Pop. Those are the two best coaches I've ever really seen. I don't really remember Phil Jackson, so if he's going to play for Pop. No better system in the world to play and learn how to play the game under. And he's a kid. So that, that is my only thing. Just, just People just need to take a breath with Wembenyama. You can be all, all up in arms because his pricing is egregiously high. Fine. But sell the card then. No problem. And then just chill on the judgment with him.
3: I don't think anyone's going to chill on the judgment. But that's when what are you will moving, make the show fun.
1: When are you moving to Seattle?
3: Dude, I've never I've seen a
1: big guy. Love I have Seattle, bro. Two things. First of all, you you're, know. The, you're the tallest person in the city.
3: I've not <laughs> seen a taller
1: person here. <laughs> I, I, Seattle's a short is people, I didn't, and I, I enjoy
3: it. I it is, there are a lot of short people. Nice. Now that you say that, we haven't talked about it. The moment we got out of the cab to go to walk you into knew the something hotel, was I was like, you know, I think I'm digging it. The weather's great. There's well, blue skies. Is it Cinderella? What was playing? They, they were. I think it was like little mer like disney oh, yeah. soundtrack playing on a rickshaw as people are driving around i was just like i love singing that song i am digging this town and okay let's be fair i know most of you listeners are judging me right now and that's fair but there's also plenty of like there's been a ton of other rickshaws we've seen just blasting all kinds of music and yeah you're questioning why does he keep saying rickshaw it's a crazy town it, do- it does it does the Portland is weird We're not motif. in Portland. I know. Okay, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just saying like that, I feel like there's maybe some translation into Seattle as well. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting. It's, even at this place, I mean, right behind me, what is on the wall right there's there? There's a Gandalf character named it, Henry. It's some weird looking, there's a lot of just cool, weird art. I feel funky and I'm feeling fresh.
1: By the way, they get the all-star Festivity set up. There's 37 cops out there. Oh, yeah. 12 of them playing chess on a life-size board. The other ones are playing, playing Connect, Connect 4. Four. Yep, that was fun. That's how you know you have a good city. Your cops aren't even worried well, about criminals. They're I think there's K- also like
3: the point that others have made to us is also don't go out at night around here. I so. don't buy
1: that, by the way. I don't know. Seattle
3: seems so peaceful. I'm fine with it. Well, we're having a great time so far. I do have some more Wimby news I don't to talk care about, that. Ho- let's go back to the baseball thing. I don't care for the hotel room. No, what? Dude, stop that. It's Dude, tiny. Stop it. Okay, it's not the biggest, obviously, but we're saying, playing a place I gotta called an, Citizen M. I, I got to
1: use an iPad to turn on the air conditioner. Jesse, Jesse had to
3: call me, the by the way.
1: amenities. Had I had to explain to you how to, to do explain it. to me how to do that.
3: <laughs> it's the amenities. You can lay in your bed. Your shades go up by a control on the It's your world. You don't have to move. (laughs) If you lived in Seattle, you would have been dead 10 years ago. I would have gotten, I rolled to the elevator. I'm telling you right now. rolled out of the hotel into a rickshaw. And dead. (laughs) Seattle, Jesse, that heart. Sleeping on the street, though. And I have a lot of friends doing that with me. I'm just going to tell
1: you, Seattle, Jesse, that heart wins out at 30. (laughs) Stop with the heart. No, no, you're doing great with it, I'm getting
3: a lot, I'm starting to get a little in the back of my head, like, I think I'm going to die type of thing. You're freaking me out! Stop! <laughs> don't you now? You don't. God, you're doing great.
1: We're, All right. Do speaking you, of heart stops, finest tops. God,
3: <laughs> I just was on a is, plane.
1: You're doing great. We're gonna go out. play mini Blood golf your Cardio. You're gonna, You're doing good. All right. Okay. Twenty. Let me set this up, and I'll give you the numbers. Twenty twenty three tops finest released on Friday. Uh, I will say this: I have never been more incorrect about pyt pricing on a product in my life.
3: Oh, but you got to say why. Though. Dramatically
1: underpriced the number of these teams. So I had Jesse pulled numbers. Corbin Carroll, Josh Young, Brett Beatty, uh, Gunner and Adley, Volpe, and Walker, Colas, Mashitaka, by the way,
3: just Yoshida. I, yeah, I ended up just pulling it based on all autos in order of pricing. So I, I don't have individual breakouts. Uh, so, but, so give me some pricing. So top one, any guesses? Any Like who do you think would be selling? I'll Are tell you talking this, about, it's a like, orange wave out of 25. It's a rookie? This is a rookie. Corbin Carroll? Anthony Volpe. How much? $600 as of today. So, all right, what else? You Give me a bunch so we can have so like some. So, like Yoshida some, is yep. number two at 404 For what? That is his auto. That is a base auto. There's no... it's has got to be a short anymore.
1: print then. That's a wild price for Yeah, I, I don't remember There's that There's no being, other sold of his though, correct? Or is there one other?
3: Um, No, he has another card. It is his uh, hollow Autograph. That sold, sold for. for, that sold for three hundred and fourteen. Now, granted, the one that was the base sold the day before, so that's. But there's on the only 8th. a couple. That's yeah, I there's mean. not his, a ton. His pricing's nuts. Which again, this is kind of goes to your point that we talk about every time is when a new product that is taking off like this, you sell. Well, especially a guy
1: like that. This is first pro uniform auto.
3: Or you send it into the SGC, get it graded as soon as you can, and then flip it. Because, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of guys doing that just to get the turnaround time. I think at this point, like, Corbin Carroll, he's number three on this list. 57 out of 99, he sold for 355. For a green auto to 99. Yep. Okay. Um, Next next down the list, you got uh, Riley Green. Gold. I forgot auto? about I forgot about Riley. It's yeah, rookie of, for the Tigers. Granted, there's probably a little bit of a premium, but it's like one 250? out of fifty. Uh two ninety. Uh okay. let's see, you're going down to okay, who is this guy? Uh Kodai Kodyas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the
1: Mets, by the way, just to be very clear, Brett Beatty, Francisco Alvarez, and Kodai. The by far the best team to
3: chase if you want to chase rookies. Three really? stud rookies. Okay. Yep. Wow. Nobody's
1: paid any any attention to myself included.
3: Uh out of one fifty. Uh, Sold for two seventy five. Then you got Michael Harris, the second green refractor out of ninety nine. Yep, what'd that go for? Two fifty. Man, you know what? I just realized. I totally forgot. I bought into that case break with Monster on the app, and and I bought the Braves. And I don't. I have no idea. I didn't even go back and watch it.
1: That's what we call an anticlimactic.
3: I know that. I bought it now. I'm like really interested to know what
1: I got in there. Let me top your story. I bought the White Sox from Eddie and had Oscar Colas Orange Wave Auto.
3: Oh, jeez. That's got to be a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, dang. Well, that just you, takes your break spot. Do you have any base autos? Because that's really where I wanted to go with this. With uh, yeah, I've got like, okay, so here's another Yoshida auto, uh, it turns out. So this is another base sold for 225
1: Dude, not to mention the socks are loaded with like vets as well. The red socks, by the way, are underpriced, including in ours, everywhere I've seen them.
3: Uh, let's see, another base. That's a refractor. That's a refractor. Um, are the I refractors
1: numbered, by the way? They're not, These are not. Yeah, because I was going to say, usually you have a base and just a non-number. So even that, give me the pricing on refractors.
3: Okay. So this one would be for Michael Harris. Refractor. 75? 120 today. Uh, Another Michael, two more Michael Harris ones uh, sold for 120 and 110 yesterday and today. And the Braves, same thing. bunch of that stuff. Man, I got them Braves. Dang it. I want to go back and check what I got. Uh, Here's one for James. Okay. I don't remember you saying this name, James Outman.
1: Oh, who does he play for?
3: Uh, Dodgers.
1: That's got to be like a that's a color auto, correct?
3: This is a refractor. Uh, What'd it go for? Sixty bucks. One hundred. What? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's a thing. This it sounds like there's a lot Rated. of so, some of these are and
1: some of these are going to come down over the next week or two. It's a new release product. How many autos are in a box? Two. Two. Okay. I stand by what I said though. I think Finest is the best, as good as any ROI product you can break the entire season. And especially this year, it's it's crazy loaded. What do we so, say? Boxes
3: we're going for? Ooh, two fifty maybe. Two fifty. Two thirty. Two fifty. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's. What, I'm going to so. start listing breaks. Of course, our product didn't come in till, oh, Mine won't even be there till tomorrow, which is Monday. Okay. Uh, I'm going to list my first break tomorrow night on on Car Shop Live app. I'm going to do a dual case, 2022, 2023 nice. dual case BYT. But I've got five cases. I'm going to break it all.
3: But if you're I like looking product. for product in the meantime, Eddie has some over at uh, SCN Breaks, and then. Ken over at Evansville, and then obviously our new boys Rhino over at uh, uh, the Monster Card Shop is their name. Monster Breaks
1: is the company. Yeah, but I was trying
3: to think. Is it the Monster? This just... okay. the is a Monster
1: Card Shop. Okay, there is it. I liked them too. They came over to Six Cases very casually in a
3: day and a half with very light work. <laughs> kind of work, dominating. So. Um, we did. I did have like a little bit of a sports news update. There's a number of little things going on, including in the card world. Okay. Um, this first one, I so we kind of got rushed. Uh. Getting the podcast together, but so I don't have all the details. But there is some news about this. Um, and Nelson Rada, he yeah
1: Dan the card man made a video. He about made this. yeah
3: Dan made a video, uh, so you can go out and check that out. But there is some speculation that his card, uh, specifically his auto, I believe it was the gold, got stolen out of like the Tops factory, right? And somebody and, else autographed it. Yeah, and someone else autographed. it. And so, I think he's confirmed it. Yes, he has. So that's when I saw this I started thinking about that I started thinking about like there's uh, some talk about um the which card was it it was Lamar Jackson um the
1: uh, yeah the uh
3: national treasures national Treasure. treasures shield shield 1 of 1 but there's two of them but there's two right. 1 of 1 so it, this just kind of brings up the point of security and this is going to be something interesting too we uh, did get some guy uh I don't want to say some guy, but we got someone from Panini who's going to hopefully join us in the next oh, yeah. week or so. Did you reach You did. Yes. Yeah. He said okay. uh, he's going to confirm times on Monday. So, um, But he's going to hopefully come on the podcast, give us a little I idea behind the scenes, like in factory, what kind of security goes on. Because you would think there would be, when we're talking about money that could reach into now, nowadays, it's not going to fifty millions, grand did Exactly. That's what I mean. Like five figures is every day. Right. Then you're starting to get into like hundreds of thousands to the millions. And it's like, where's, yeah. where, where, where are we where someone could just walk in and take something out? You know, maybe yeah, it wasn't guys that easy, but still
1: making cards
3: <laughs> and just walking out and making a million dollars. So yeah, it is. It does. Yeah. That's a good point. We'll have some more news on that, but that's just something interesting. Um, then there was, uh, this one's more fun. Um, did you see, hear about this? Like Britney Spears and Wimby? And she went up and like grabbed yeah. him from behind like barely touched him barely the, touched him but there him. was like all this talk about like he s- she slapped him or then they were saying like sh- they slapped her which kind of looked like his his guys may have like put his hands security. on her which granted I think there's a lot of uh understanding that maybe Britney's a little wild again. Here's like the thing. She was calm and now she's 1999 not calm. Britney Spears, not Dude. getting pushed away by anybody. No. 2023
1: Britney Spears,
3: that, it looks like one of the people we walked by on the streets of Seattle. I'm really hoping little that bit, those guys little rough look. did not know that they were putting hands on Britney. But yeah. that's How co- Did you see the pictures? Oh, well, I just saw them like turn around real quick and like do a slap or something. Never meet
1: your heroes. <laughs> just know
3: that Britney did not hurt Wimby. And of course, it's never Britney's fault. Um. Then, of course, back to baseball, Ellie Dalek Cruz. I mean, steals second, third, and home in the same inning. First time done by a Reds player since 1919. Absolutely insane. You're going to hear more about that in our interview, which we're going to throw to next. But, uh, when Pete Crow talks about it, just it, it sounds like he's the real deal. Um, obviously anybody watching that game probably thought the same thing. Uh, card prices are being reflected in that, but, Obviously, I do think, though, where do we, you know, he is so hot. Like, is it buy time? Is it I don't cold? Know. I it, have nothing. It is kind of, well, even if you did, you could look at the numbers and it could be. You could you argue could be doing either Yeah, you can yep. argue literally either one. It's, yep. I think what it kind of comes down to at this point is how long are you going to hold him and what do you think he's going to do long term? But anyway, all that's right, your news update. All right, let's go to the uh, Pete Crow Armstrong interview. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class, leading passenger space, and clean, thoughtful design, and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more.
0: This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag.
3: All right, Pete Crow Armstrong, top prospect for the Cubs. What in the world are you doing in the middle of Seattle with a couple of guys who know nothing about anything except sports cards? I guess we're talking about sports cards. Dang it! I, I got, got. I mean, I, got I was a lot really hoping we about. weren't going to, but well, we're talking
1: we're... Car, we're talking nothing but Nash East Tennessee. Yep. And soap opera parents. That's what we were told. We were All told right. you have All soap right.
3: opera parents. What soap opera? No idea. What? No idea. No clue.
1: Do you not talk to your parents?
3: All right, Peter's talk twenty one. Just to be clear, so that response is appropriate. Like, do if you, you want to call your? And you do you don't, want to no. call your parents now? <laughs>
1: no, I'll mend this
2: relationship right here. Mom, mom's over there. She could, she could probably. No way, so mom, Get
1: mom over, get over here. Over here.
2: Um, so we'll, we'll, I we'll have a feeling like mom is
1: closer over. to our age than Peter's. So.
3: Yeah, I know it, it would no. be weird to to meet. Yeah, Maybe. No. Yeah, we we're. I'm about to
1: be an old dad. I can make these jokes. I'm thirty seven. We're about to have our first kid. So. Anyways, congrats. That's he, it. That's the you interview. You play
3: baseball. <laughs> How did that happen? Um, who, who are you uh, with right now? You're in the double-A, triple-A. Double-A, Southern League with the, with the Tennessee
2: Smokies. Woo! Go Tennessee! Yeah. Um, that's back. pretty awesome. How long have you been with them? whole year. I, that's where I started. So I, I finished last year in uh, high-A South Bend. Started last year in low-A Myrtle and then started the year in, in A this year. Wow. Okay. So, I, so
1: just to kind of, so like the whole premise of our show, we're on the ring, which is a sports pod, a sports network, but obviously our kind of niche thing is sports cards. So I am curious talking to an athlete. First question. When is the last
2: time you opened a pack of baseball cards? Actually like a week and a half ago, yes. oh, two, two weeks ago.
3: Okay. Like, um, Do you do this regularly or is that just like a fluke?
2: No. So, but funny enough, a lot of my, my current teammates with the Smokies, um, they all love like, Opening packs, and I remember I used to love that as a kid. I, I I haven't been like a very big collector. I never really went out of my way to get stuff signed. Yeah, but I just had binders on binders. A lot of them were hand me downs from from my dad. And oh wow, uh, yeah. So did you I, have anything good? You know, I don't know, like really card wise, if they yeah. were that special. But I remember just you know I had I had probably every. Baseball player imaginable. Wow, and uh, one of my however many binders. That's pretty cool, though. So let
1: me ask you this then: I so the other perspective too. Like they get to hear us. Like the the sports card market's become like this crazy big industry. You know, Fanatics, forty billion dollar companies just eating up all the space. So from a player perspective, though, you signing autographs is, is a major thing for us collectors. Like in twenty twenty, your first Bowman Chrome auto was a big deal. What is the autograph process like? I mean, is a guy a just feeding you cards across a table in a sharpie, or what's that like?
2: Well, so. You know, I, I you know the, the the card hounds or whatever you want to call them. I oh, guess. is that we what guys, you guys call them? Well, yeah, the we, we got we got our names for them. Oh, you I want to hear
3: those names, dude. Uh, yes,
2: as degrading as they are, I would like to hear them. I call them I call them the bookkeepers, but the bookkeepers. Okay. You know, like yeah, a lot of people will show up looking for autographs. You know, they carry their binders around, and I've it's always been a little interesting to me. But I really think that I've misunderstood the whole card scene for the longest time, just because I grew up, like I said, like not going out my way to get that stuff signed. Like, and I don't know if that's just because I knew I wanted to be a baseball player or what. I don't know. Like
3: I collected cards, but I never thought like, oh, this was even a possibility. I could go and take this to someone and they would actually sign it. I just thought that's unattainable type of thing. But yeah, as you, as someone who is new to opening packs as a adult, do you find that like exciting? Like, are you looking for your card or anything or buddy's yeah. cards? Well,
2: looking for buddy's cards, like, or mine, whatever pops up first. Like I, I think, uh, it was, it was cool. Cause Chase Trump, who's now in triple A, Iowa, um, UCLA guy, SoCal guy, like he just, he likes a lot of different things and, and he likes opening packs and he brought a ton back from like our, uh, our team store yeah. uh, at the, at the stadium. And, and, uh, He, I mean, like, I think two of my cards were pulled, uh, Alex Canario had a card in there, um, you know, and so I remember just like kind of helping him like sort through the ones he wanted to keep and didn't keep and, and, uh, yeah, you
3: know, like as a player, you can kind of like corner your market as someone who's like, you're, you know, known as a top prospect. Do you know what that means in the
2: card world? No, I, I still don't really understand. Mike explain yeah, it Yeah, let him. me give
1: you some here, here's the craziest perspective, right? So like we got Edwin the camera guy with Candy behind you. He's wearing a Griffey shirt. Griffey was my guy. Like growing up Griffey was the man. First like cool guy in sports that I actually followed in baseball. Pete Crow Armstrong prospect cards outsell the majority of Griffey, Frank Thomas. It's what, so here's a question. Most expensive Pete Crow card ever sold.
2: Any idea? I seen one that was like nine thousand ninety nine or nine hundred ninety nine dollars or something like that. Yeah, so you've had a couple like four, five, six, forty five hundred, six
1: thousand, like. So the baseball game has become. Let's find the next guy who's going to be the next Trout, the next Griffey, and people like to just chase it. Right. Like rather than me go out and buy a Griffey card, I already know his ceiling. He's retired. It's like, yeah, but what if Pete becomes the next guy and they're buying you? It's wild, but your market's actually pretty strong right now.
2: Well, that's that's cool to know. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think it's what, what another in- interesting thing that I've actually come to kind of like about the card game is that people are are, you know, kind of throwing in all their chips on certain careers, but based on the cards they buy. And I think I kind of appreciate it in a way, just because it's like, all right, if you, you know, if, if these guys believe in me, you know, I think that's that's a cool little, that's just cool little perk that I guess comes with right. being a part of that process.
3: But, I think a lot of people have compared it, like when I started getting into cards in the last few years a lot of people who are in the business world compared it to like, you're almost like investing in that person. Like you're buying that person's stock. Like, so if I'm in like the, if I want to buy up the Pete Crow stock, it's becomes even more valuable. If I come, you know, I'm a book hound or whatever we're calling them. And I'm coming out and in the waiting outside the dugout, asking for your autograph, all of a sudden that, you know, maybe $15 card may have just jumped to a hundred, 150, double, triple that. So, the fact that, like you as a player, could then go out and not only collect your own cards and then like guys that you actually play with and get their autos, have you ever given that any consideration? Like, hey, this could be like a side hustle. Dude, I would of thing? be like an auto. Well, because I'm just thinking with like all the Cubs guys. He's you're not in the majors yet, and I've heard that like it, you know the pay is not anywhere close to uh what the majors are getting in the minors. So it's like you know, well, mom, you know, mom's following you around. She could be like in a few cards for you <laughs> go and get a couple autos we started I mean, with the
1: parents no, i'm just parents. i'm just
3: curious has that ever been a thought has any guy that you've like played with ever done anything like that uh,
2: Strump. like he you know he he pulled one of my cards had you sign it really uh, yeah yeah that's and, cool and i think like that's kind of just a thing in the clubhouse though like i've had plenty of guys i've played with walk around whether it's in the you know middle of the year or at the end of the year when we're all kind of splitting up going our separate ways like have a baseball sign, have a card sign. If like, it's like the team pack of cards. Yeah. You know? Um, I think people just do that to like, it's actually going to open up a bit of a story. Like I think it's just cool to remember that. Like if you have your man cave or whatever you got, like hanging a ball up from a teammate, you might've just even like liked as a human being, like one of your friends that you got to play minor league professional baseball with. I think that's a really cool thought. Um, you know, and, and like, uh, another teammate of mine, he's a, he's a pitcher. He, he's, Collecting, I don't know if it's been a thing for him, but he, he collects like our bats. Like oh really? Some of the friends oh, he game has game use bats. Yeah, some of yeah. the friends he has. That's on, actually on our pretty team. cool. like Guys he's gotten along with come up with like whatever it is. Like he's had him sign it and he's putting them up uh put him up on his wall. So That's who
1: did that, Bobby Witt Sr. So we talked to oh, Junior yeah. on the show, and he's like, dude, look at what my dad has. It was literally just bats, and his dad's older than us, even. It was like Griffey, Frank Thomas, Ripkin. I was like, dude, that that was pretty cool. Unreal. Let me let me bring yeah. this back. So now just a little insider info. Uh, so guys you've played with or played against even, who's like one guy out there you look at and you're like, this guy's going to be the next Corbin Carroll, the next Josh Young. Who's like a young guy that even you see as like somebody who's going to be a serious major league talent?
3: Besides Pete Arms. Armstrong.
1: Well, no, Pete Crow Armstrong's MVP. Yeah, 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 We've established that.
2: Um, you know, so we, uh, we played Ellie. Oh really? Uh, oh, really? We played him last year in South Bend in high A. Could you tell playing a dude like that? Oh um, I don't want to be like that. You can guy fanboy saying Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, believe me. We we fanboy about him in private. Like Really. That guy is <laughs> he's so different. Like, and it's so it's so exciting to watch. Okay. Kind of the same way I felt about Bobby, to be honest. I played with Bobby in high school and Oh see, really? Yeah, seeing seeing what that guy did in high school is bananas. It was ridiculous. So you know when you're playing
3: him. So is there anybody that you've played and that you like you guys go back to the back and you're like, how is he not
2: like, how is he not in the majors yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Name him, hey,
3: please, because that's what the guys want to go after. <laughs> so, like, They're going to go after and hound those guys, so just beware. So, but, like, yeah. this
2: year, Jose Rodriguez, he's playing second and short for Birmingham, the okay. White Sox AA. Like, me and him were just talking. I'm like, man, how are you not How are you not up in A at least? How are you not in the big leagues yet? Next week, he's up in the big leagues. He made really? his debut. Yeah. Is a lot of that just, con- like, contractual stuff, though? It's all, I mean, it's... It, and roster spots open up. Roster spots, okay. you know. You, you see, you've seen how it works before. Like, guys get injured, someone gets brought up. Like, you you, you may have a feeling. You may have no clue that it's about to happen. Like, it hasn't happened to me yet, so I can't really even speak on that.
1: Sure. I, I do want to ask, too. Obviously, we're in Seattle. We want to talk about a local guy. J-Rod set the world. J-Rod yeah. was early LA last year, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, just crazy exciting. So, guys in the card market, like Jesse said, a lot of guys view this as investments. It's like a stock portfolio, almost. They see his season this year, and it's like, oh, man, let's sell out now. Like, just dump out. Again, you, you have much more of a trained eye than this stuff than we do. You see a guy like J Rod, is that a one year fluke or is this a guy you think is an all time, or not not even all time, but at least a perennial uh, perennial all star?
2: Gosh, I mean, I feel like yeah, there's 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 a lot of guys you could probably just look at and be like, it it shouldn't be anybody but but him being talked about for the next however long. And I yeah, I definitely think Julio Rod- Rodriguez is is one of those guys. You know, I. I love seeing how people, like, get after their work in in the cages. Like, what, what y'all don't see, you know? I mean? Yeah, sure. And, I mean, so, like, Ian Hatt, for example. Nico Horner. Like, yeah, the- Nico was crazy hot in the card market a year two years ago. Right, yeah. He was a big name coming out of high school even right. before he even went to Stanford. And, and I think, like, I would love, like, what I'm getting at is I'd love to see what Julio's work looks like. Because there's always a method behind the madness, you know? Like, Ellie's not just, you know. It's not by chance. Yeah. He's not just like messing around and playing like that. Like, I guarantee you that guy goes to bed dreaming about stealing second, third, and home. Like, he did <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, in one freaking
1: inning, by the way. What the heck? Right. So yeah. it's like
2: there's so much stuff that goes on, like, in our daily lives, just in terms of like the work we put in. Like, so, you know, if Julio Rodriguez is one of those guys that is serious about his work, yeah, there's no, there's no way he's not your your next, like, Mike Trout type player like I I really see that and same with Ellie like that guy's gonna change the game of baseball make it just such a more athletic like he's there's gonna be a spotlight on the guys who can who can make stuff happen with their legs what do you think
3: about like you're a young guy and obviously you know when it comes to baseball there's been some talk that maybe it's not the most Exciting of like the big three sports in America: football, basketball, baseball. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? You because obviously um, uh, MLB just made some recent changes this season alone to try and you yeah, know kind of up. speed things up a little bit. Do you think they
2: could do more? What are your thoughts? I don't think there really needs to be like more done to change the game. I think I think everything evolves with time. Yeah. You know, you see it with with how music's evolved. You see it with how fashion and streetwear and stuff like that have evolved. Even probably the card game, like. You know, I, I wasn't aware of anything really behind the scenes of, of that, but I don't know. I I like the clock personally. Like I think for me, who I am as a, as a person, how my brain works, I like it. Okay. Um, And I think it's, you know, I think just we're good here. I think people remember like that. They like going to the park to drink a beer and eat a hot dog. Yeah, absolutely. And sit in the bleachers. Like that's what's, that's what I always loved about it. That's what my friends love about it. Like that's baseball.
3: Well, just so you know, too, is that, you know, candy brought us out here. They brought you out here one of the things like we're going out and like, we're going to try and find you in some packs, like some digital NFT packs and stuff too. And um, you go back home after this, you know, after your interview, you go and playing again. Are you like, do you have any more respect of like, I'm going to try and find this. I'm going to go buy a pack of cards
2: myself. Or is it more of a hobby continued for you? I think it'll, in, in the near future, I think it will just be a continued hobby, but like anything can happen in the off season. We got a lot of downtime on our hands, you know, if, you're just working out and hitting and kind of going about your daily business little things pop up like little, little new things pop up that, you know, I could really get interested in that. I think, I think, I think, but on a more personal level, like we kind of talked about earlier with like, I would, I'd want to pull my friends and start a collection of that somehow. Uh, and this is the moment where we pull out your card. I was going to say the candy. Well, forget we the card. We just do candy digital because yeah. that's
1: a cool thing about the there moments. Like, hey, the le stealing, you know, <laughs> yes. stealing the base of the. Then all we that can nice just send stuff, it to so. you. That would be easier. There you yeah. go. That's what oh, we we're so. talking about. in The
2: card. That's that's one of the cooler things. That's okay. Fun. Oh, so you like the moments? It that's special. Yeah, like that is. nice I think that is worth investing in for sure. We were, we were as a young us. guy, I'm telling you, that's a di- it's a cross between that digital. He is not and even reading notes thing. here, by the way. I was trying I to like lead him along, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, like,
3: let's say hey, something say nice it. here. Say a nice Somebody thing. Somebody paid for this yeah, drink was, I have in my yeah, hands. So that's it. 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 awesome. So there yeah. you go.
1: Pete Crow Armstrong. I yeah, appreciate the time, man. Awesome to connect with the young guy in the sport. And uh, yeah, appreciate the perspective. Thank yeah. you guys. When
3: you go up to the bigs, can you get his tickets? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. As he leaves as he
1: leaves the studio. I'm not crossing enough. No, no, no. I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys.
0: sponsored by empower not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client
1: all right so that was pete uh, like i said at the beginning of the show nice to have an athlete that actually knows how to speak on a microphone oh, i thought he did awesome so
3: absolutely that was great um, um
1: i want to go to releases and well, the mailbag
3: and then before it. we do that just a, a quick shout out to again candy digital if you guys don't already know they are giving away um a baseball so not just any baseball But this is a Pete Alonzo Autograph Baseball. If you go out to either um, our Facebook group, you can check out Instagram Instagram too. Uh, We'll post it on a couple other social media things. But all you have to do is create a Candy Digital account under the link. So if you use the link, and for all of you listeners who aren't going to go to social media and you want it, it's just go.candy.com forward slash SCN. If you go there, you create an account, you're automatically signed up to win. Um, they also have this other freebie. They're doing all these freebies, and hopefully, we'll World have some Series more giveaways. For some of them, right? Yeah, there's like a a NFT baseball that you can mint for free on the site, and you will also be entered to win two tickets to the World Series. Again, free stuff, just opportunities to, to the win. The moments some. are cool, by the way. It, oh, has absolutely. The, it has the
1: cool feel of Top Shot, but with some actual backing and no, not as much hype behind it like that.
3: The fact that they're doing what Panini's been doing for a little bit, too, is like with the physical giveaways yep. and the physical prizes. you got to merge it's, Yeah, you're merging worlds, yep. which I think is going to draw on a bigger audience. So and more that's importantly, really cool. Jesse. Thank, so thank you to Candy for having us out. Sure, absolutely. And yeah. more <laughs> importantly, Jesse's going to be on the street tomorrow dressed no, okay. in some sort of get-up. Oh, by the way, I haven't pack. showed you the. I, I I have a. I don't think it's gonna blow any minds, but I think it's gonna be fun. I'm not gonna. You know a, a shirt it. on or no? Don't worry about what I'm wearing, bro. What are you wearing? How I'm much good. of this video are you gonna be in? You got to be in none. some of it. Absolutely. Here's none. what I would love: is every video that like is me making a fool of myself. It's you standing about ten feet back in the background, just Snickering like like a child. Just no, I don't even want you to say just judgment face, just straight judge. Yeah I, can, yeah, I think I'm, you're gonna I'm, be I'm okay with that. Yep. All right, new releases. All right, just two for this week
1: real quick. I did all the... Jesse did the work on everything else to prep. I actually did these two. You did so, great. So both on Friday, 2023 Tops Tribute Baseball. Uh four ninety a box, three autos, three memorabilia. Uh, this falls into a super cut and dry to me. You break it, you don't rip personals. Way too expensive. There's some nice stuff to hit, but for that price, you're going to get crushed on personals. So you just buy into breaks. PYTs, randoms, whatever you want. But That's a, a six-box case.
3: What makes this better or more special to... For the premium. Obviously, it's double the price? what finenesses yeah.
1: It, I mean, the patch autos, okay. much bigger vet list. The card itself is like a thicker acetate. Okay. Super nice product. But yeah, it's just not one. And it's also hey,
3: known, I assume? Like oh, it's, yeah. It's okay. been around
1: forever. It's more of a Chase product. Fineness is more of a, hey, I can grind my way out, grade it out, whatever. Gotcha. Tribute to Chase. Uh, the other one, you know how much I hate to compliment your boy, Brian Gray. <laughs> yeah. He does a pretty good job with Leaf. 2022 Leaf Trinity football comes out Friday. 150 a box, five autos. He mixed in Montana and a couple other pros. Oh, cool. But Trinity is like every year. It's just stupid, nice patches. They're not game-worn. I just don't care. Uh, really, really nice patch auto cards. So Kenny Pickett, Ritter I saw for sure. I don't know if I saw Purdy or not. But, and then Montana for the vet stuff. So there's a bunch of nice
3: names. I was going nice say cards. for like 145, that is not bad. And I, have, I do have I like a like big hit list. Let's see, you got Garrett Wilson, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. Pierce, uh, Zappy, Hutchinson, Ritter, Hall, Young. Yeah, the Bryce only Young's one, in I think here. Only
1: oh yeah, that's right. Bryce Young is in there as a redemption, yeah.
3: I believe. Joe Montana. C.J. Stroud's in here too. Joe Montana. What did, I, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Joe. Joe Montana's in here. I did. <laughs> the actor. I actually do know the difference there, but yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe. so there you go.
1: Um, yeah, well, I was going $150.
3: Say, bucks, that's not.
1: That was the other point, though. He snuck in Stroud and Bryce Young apparently before the Fanatics exclusive. Wait, so. wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Wasn't there like something on the Leafs site where he, they pulled it?
1: Well, Bryce hadn't been signing yet. Yes. So I think, I don't know that Bryce will really be in this. Oh. But even if he's not, that's not the chase here. Like, that was okay. a bonus. It's a 2022 product. Okay. So again, I'm I'm overlooking that. Again, not only am I complimenting that guy, I'm giving them the benefit <laughs> of, even, yeah, ben- team, of the doubt. You're even yeah, you're here. I'm team here. Brian Greyleaf
3: today. Wow. So. Some hey, you gotta admit, something about Seattle's changing YouTube, bro. board. You that's would not normally do me. that.
1: All right. We're going to mailbag and then we're done.
3: Because I want to um, play Duffelboard. Duffelboard? I uh, Yeah, yeah duffelboard. I have no idea what's No on. Oh, this is Duffel Pong. What's Duffel Pong? I'm playing them both. So. I mean, answer
1: the ask the questions, I'll answer the
3: uh, go ahead, go ahead. your first question comes to us from Braden <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pelishek says, sure. Was Wimby in a lose-lose situation for his first summer yes. game?
1: Very simple, right? People were, no matter what he did, it wasn't going to live up to the hype. If he struggled at all, like which he did at times, people are going to overreact
3: negatively. No question. Oh, here's one that I don't know how you'll answer. Uh, Sian Frong wants to know, Otani, buy, sell, hold. Hypocritical answer, first of
1: all. I sold a couple of big Otanis last night. I had a gold label from SGC, which you never get, of his big league rookie. Where did you film. get a gold label? I bought it a big lot for like $350. I sold some other optic stuff. It is interesting, though. You can almost hold or sell them. So.
3: Yeah. Um, All right. couple more questions, because that sounds quick, like the audio is getting kicked up. Um, let's see. I That doesn't make any sense. Brandon Steck wants to know, who are the All-Stars to buy anticipating a jump in pricing from the All-Star game or early in the second half of the season?
1: Yeah, so a couple guys who stood out to me. Wander is down right now. I like Wander going forward. Bo Bichette I always think is underrated. Even Vlad. And then uh, Kyle Tucker and Lubov are having good seasons and are super overlooked right now. So there's a couple of names just real quick.
3: David Wang, what would you rather own? Ellie De La Cruz, new Topps rookie debut patch, auto, which is a 101, or... Corbin Carroll first Bowman, super non-auto. Super. Oh, Real? non-auto, Ellie. Yeah, I was about to say. Yep. Um, okay. Last um, one. Let's do one more then. Let's do Kurt Lang. He says, when you see Griffey Jr. and he inevitably asks you to become your new co-host, correct? will you give Jesse two weeks no. notice or just release him no. on the spot?
1: I literally asked Jesse to get up on the table. <laughs> Mr. Jr., have a seat. Thanks for coming, Jesse. Your check will be in the mail. Fair. It won't be. And yeah. we're done.
3: That's It won't be. That's there you good. go.
1: There's your show live on location here in Seattle. At Best Flatland.
3: live show we've ever done. The other one was terrible.
1: So this wasn't even that good. And it was much better. So Absolutely. There you go. Sports cards, nonsense, birthday, but ringer podcast network powered by Spotify. Back to our normal schedule on Thursday. And on Thursday,
3: we've got Layton joining us. So that'll you be fun. You fine. had to get last word. All right. there <laughs> you, go. Letting you know. Goodbye. Goodbye.